BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Building a portfolio with Fidelity Basket Portfolios is kind of like making a sandwich. It's as simple as picking your stocks and ETFs, sort of like your meats and other topics, and managing it as one big, juicy investment. Mmm, now that's pretty good. Learn more at fidelity.com slash baskets. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSC SIPC. Uh, hello, is this Ashley from Oregon? Yes, it is. Tell me everything, Ashley from Oregon. Well, hold on one second. I got to take the stream off. Don't mind me. It's all right. I'm not doing Say that anything. Again? <laughs> I got all night. This is, this is these are my plans. What? My plans for the rest okay. of my night are to be a gecko and talk to people on the phone. So this is it. Fair enough. This is it for me. Like What's going on, Ashley? Oh, nothing. I'm just kind of on my break at work, just kind of hanging out in the car. You do you do your breaks in the car? Very excited. Yeah, yeah, because I like to, you know, I like have like a vape and smoke it and stuff, and it's kind of raining out, so I'm like, oh, just in the car. Is it a is it a nicotine vape? Is it a CBD vape? Is it uh, meth? Can you can you? I know you can smoke oh, meth. God. Can you vape meth? I yeah. I used to be a drug addict, and we put it in like dabs. And Interesting. TMI. Do they have like ve- like meth carts? No, I mean they don't like sell it specifically. But you know, like I guess like. Tweakers can just like figure out ways around everything, so we've figured out a way to do that. I've never thought about that. Can you can you vape crack? I don't. I've never done crack, but probably. I feel like there's a way around everything, so you can probably do anything that you like set your mind to, like in that aspect. If you're desperate mm-hmm. enough. Well, I don't know. I mean, like I'm talking about like the physics of it. Like, is it physically possible? Is it physically possible? Can do you believe that I, if you set your mind to it, you can perform f- feats that are f- scientifically physically impossible? Well, I feel like it is physically possible because it like heats up, which like you know does its thing, and then you, you get smoke. But I do. I, I mean, like maybe not scientific. If you put your mind to something that's like scientifically impossible, I don't think you can do it. What is the most non-traditional substance that you have vaped? Meth. <laughs> crack. That's like, that's, Not that, crack, that makes sense. Yes. Okay, so you're in your car right now. You're vaping. Right. What are you vaping? If you don't mind me asking. I'm vaping. It's like a blue raspberry vape. Probably like got like formaldehyde in it, but oh well. What is formaldehyde? I have no idea, to be honest. I just know that it's bad, and people say that it's an indie thing. You know what people also say is that what you don't know can't hurt you. Probably. Yeah, exactly. So I just kind of close my eyes, and I'm like, mm, my 
blue raspberry nicotine. Okay. So wh- when, when do you have to go back to work? In about like 10 minutes. Do you have any, pl- do you, what are your plans for the next 10 minutes? Out. Like how? Like do you well, like when you take right your now, break? Do you like you. take it day by day, or do you like section it out? Like these five minutes, I'll go on Instagram. These five minutes, I'll play touch grind. These five minutes, I'll I'll vape. Like, or do you sort of play it by ear? I, mean, I don't really have anything like specifically. I just like either I have like like this crossword puzzle book, and I'll do that, or I'll just like scroll on TikTok. That's about it. And what is your job? Except today, yeah. I seen this dream and I was like, hey, oh, I'm a manager at McDonald's. Yes. Babysitting McDonald's. teenagers and adult babies. It, so you describe this as babysitting. Why do you describe it as babysitting? Because nobody has, like, responsibility. It's like I'm... It's like, I feel like I'm in a daycare trying to tell everyone what to do, and then they just, you know, I have people who, like, throw fits, like, grown-ass men who, like, throw fits over, like, making a McChicken, and so I have to, like, put them in, like, timeout sometimes, as ridiculous as that sounds. Tell me so about the last... To me, there's, like... Situation... What? Uh, the last conflict you had uh, that ended with you having to give someone a timeout. Actually, yesterday, um, this person had like an order, like the the grilled man had an order for like six McChickens. And he was like, this is fucking ridiculous. And he started like punching things. And I was like, go sit down, like go do whatever and don't come back until you are like level headed. And I feel like it's like I'm talking to a child, like go to the corner, go sit down and come back when you learn, you know very frustrating and if he successfully does his timeout with no fusses does he get a a happy meal toy at the end no those are expensive if you like want to have some toys like three bucks so no he just gets like a he just gets like a good for you continue to do your job please that's nice <laughs> that's all I get no. I have I'm a- not going to congratulate someone on you know. Doing the bare minimum. Right. Before we go, can, can I, what's your name again? Ashley? Yes, that is my name. <laughs> can I ask you something about the, uh, and I don't know, you know, how deep in you are with corporate, but um, I, I'm trying to pitch a, a therapy. You know how they have the Travis Scott meal and the sweetie meal? Oh, God. Yes. I want next. I want the therapy gecko meal. Bet. I mean, I could try. I don't think there's any way I could do that. I could bring it up to my boss. Be like, hey, guess what? I have the greatest idea. And he probably would be like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll think about it. And then walk away and like never speak about it again. It's about okay. it. Well, I, I, I'm, I appreciate you being so honest with me about that. Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, because... You know, we don't know until it's, like, there. Like, we had, like, what was it, like, the Travis Scott meal and, like, the, like, J Bal- Balvin, BTS, and Sweetie. And I think that was it. I don't Who think we're getting Jay any more. Who is J Balvin? I feel like if he has one, I can get one. I Who is have, that? Dude, I have absolutely... I think he's, like, um, a Spanish singer. 
That's what I've heard, but I don't know. I'm not very popular in Spain. I didn't look into it at all. Yeah, I think all it was was like a, like a Big Mac, I think. I was like, it's like super unoriginal. You know, like the Travis Scott, it had some originality to it. You know, it was like bacon, whatever. But like the ones that we've had are just like so unoriginal. It's just like a McDouble, you know, or like something like that. Very Travis, you know, has yet to be topped with that. Ashley, before we go, is there anything else you wish to talk about? Um, no, because I probably need to get back to work. <laughs> but I've been trying. This. I I appreciate this so much. I did not think I was actually like going to get on. And I appreciate it. I, I haven't been watching the streams, but I have been listening to the podcast on Spotify. Like, I, like I'll like i have them on at work all the time. Like, kind of like background noise. It's very nice. So I very appreciate it. <laughs> well, thank you very much uh, for, for listening, Ashley. And uh, good luck with uh, the rest of your babysitting this evening. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Andy from Rhode Island. Hi. Hello, Andy from Rhode Island. What's going on with you? Hey, um, nothing, you know, I'm just chilling. I'm putting, the, I just put the kids to bed. I'm drinking a glass of wine. How are the kids? That's what I want to know. How are the kids? Ah, uh, well, the older one's kind of an asshole, but the younger one's cool. Why is the older one an asshole? Um, well, yesterday she told me that I'm not the best mom ever, but I'm pretty great. So, yeah, that gives you any insight. I feel on... like that's reasonable, though. Yeah, well, I asked her why I wasn't the best mom, and she told me it's because I don't buy her all the dollhouses she wants. So, I guess, yeah, I'm fine with being just great. Hey, you know, look, that's better. Look, great is above average, I feel. Yeah, you know, like a B plus. Um, okay, so what about the younger one? Which one of them, first of all, which one of them do you like more? Uh, right now I really like the younger one a lot more. Okay, why is that? You know, she doesn't talk back. I mean, she's only three months old, so she's kind of a lot cooler. Mm-hmm. It's true, I feel like the, le- like, the, th- the, the three-month-old is a little bit cooler because... They don't need to, because you know, no, no one who talks a lot is is all that cool, because you can sense that they're trying to be cool. Yeah. Whereas a three year old, because they're a little bit quieter, they just sort of em- emanate a cooler aura. Yeah, dude, she just chills. She goes with the flow. She's like a gypsy. I like that. I like that. Um, and how how's the rest of the family? Uh, you know, my husband's pretty cool. Um, he's with the baby right now, so kind of got some me time. Do you mind if I read? I, I, you told our call screen or something, and, and I don't know if if it's. Can oh, I yeah. read what you oh, told yeah. our ahead. call screener? Okay, you told <laughs> the call screener. You told the call screener that you want your husband to stop coming inside of you. Because, wait, what is this again? 
Andy from Rhode Island wants to talk about how her husband thinks it's okay to keep coming inside her, even though he doesn't want more kids, but she does. But I do. Yeah. So you, so you want him to keep coming inside of you? Yeah, so you yeah. I want like I would have a million babies. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, but he doesn't want kids. He doesn't want any more. Like we have okay. two, and he he thinks three's a crowd. Like he doesn't want to get a bigger car. He's kind of like an attention whore. So like, you know, he likes he likes to have at least some of my attention. But you know, I I like kids. I love babies. They're they're great. Does he know that coming inside of you is how children are born? Does he is he aware of the correlation between those two things? You know, we've had this conversation before, and I think he can comprehend that. Okay. I mean, we've done it twice. Like, we've had... I mean, he comes to me almost every night, but... Um, <laughs> he we've, we've conceived twice, so... It's a good track record. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, you want, like, 17 kids. He doesn't want any more kids. Why doesn't he want any more kids? Um, I honestly, I think he is just like cool with having two because like I said, three's a crowd, but I would like to have a tribe, you know, like be like mama duck and have like 10 ducks behind me, like little ducklings. Oh my God. That you always sounds, have to hang out with. I mean, that sounds exhausting. Does that not feel, do you not feel like that would, that would get to you? Like all the responsibility of having to keep 10 things alive you know it's just at this point it's literally just operation keep them alive and it's not that hard really i feel like it's got to be insanely hard it's it's really not and like we're in a good financial position like we just bought a house like we we could potentially like have a few more kids and like be okay Okay, realistically, realistically, jokes aside, realistically, how many kids do you want? Um, I don't know, like three or four. Okay, three or four more or total? Uh, I mean, I want to, like, live my life eventually. But then you have, like, three or four kids, like, there's a good chance that one of them's going to take care of you when you get older, you know? Like, I don't want to be shoved in a nursing home. I don't know. I feel like, uh, well, I feel like if you take care of your kids, you learn caretaking, you learn the skill of caretaking, and then you can just take care of yourself. What about your husband? Can't he take well, care of you? Well, what happens? Well, he's older than me. <laughs> oh, okay, so you'll be taking care of him. Yeah, Probably. I'll probably be wiping his ass. It'll be fine. That's fair. You know what? You seem like uh, you seem like you like taking care of people. Very much so. Hmm. Very fulfilling, you know. Do you feel? Do you feel as though he'll come around to um to the idea of having three more children? Well, honestly, he's not doing anything to stop it. True. Like he's he, repeatedly... he'll come in me, like, and then he'll blame me for coming in me.
How's that work? <laughs> I, honestly, I don't know. Like, he's usually the one putting the work in, and then he'll, I'll tell him to come in me because I want more kids. Or, and I, it's just, you know, it's an enjoyable experience. It definitely sure. feels better. And he'll come in me and he'll be like, oh, that was really bad. Like, what did I do? <laughs> we got to stop doing that. But then he just does it every time. And then he says, it's my fault because I told him to do it. But sometimes I don't tell him to do it and he just does it anyway. But then it's still my fault because it feels good. Well, it sounds as though he he has all the information about these risks that he needs and he is choosing to, um, you know, act uh, with the the information uh, notwithstanding. Yeah, you know, it's confusing because... Yeah, it, I mean, like I said, it's just confusing because he tells me he doesn't want to have four kids, yet he is coming I'm inside me every me. night. Yeah, literally, like every single time. Well, um, you know, I hope you both have a have a happy family. Uh, I expect to be um, invited to uh, one of the kids' birthday parties, perhaps even hired as some sort of like costume character act you know how people will hire someone to like dress up as spider-man or something i want i want to do that i want to start doing like a princess can you wear a tiara i could probably i could probably i'd probably wear i could wear a tiara all right all right it's august and july so all right cool yeah all right beautiful all right good deal what'd you say your name was Andy. Andy. Good luck with the family, Andy. Have a good rest of the night. Thank you. You too. River? Hey, man. What's up, man? What's going on, River? Um, nothing much. Just, um, like, not super hard stuff, but just, like, puts me through a mind trip. Can you hear me well? Yeah, I can hear you. Tell me what's up. All right. Um, yeah, so, like, I'm about to finish college and everything, and I recently found out that, um, I got, like, a lot of symptoms that are, like, similar to autism, um, like, I feel like what I would have would would have been considered Asperger's, but it's no longer a diagnosis, it's considered, like, high-functioning autism, Mm -hmm. but I don't know, it's just put me through a weird headspace, because, like, I feel like if this is a case for me, I should have known a lot sooner, but like it is something I would be ambivalent to, you know? Um, like when I was in high school, um, I got a lot of my college scholarships from volunteering with like autistic children and like tutoring them through uh, teachers, like assistant work and whatnot. And like, I I don't know why I never put two and two together, but there's just like a lot of things I do that I'm like, yeah, that's, that's not really what a normal person does. And I'm like conscious of it. But at the same time, I'm like not in control of it. It's just really mm-hmm. weird for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. So you're in a weird headspace because you've always had this sense that you, th- there was, there was something undiagnosed going on with you um and and sort of received a formal diagnosis to to sort of uh ground these senses into into something i'm going 
I'm going through the process of receiving a formal diagnosis currently. It's um, okay. it's not a uncommon thing for adults to be diagnosed, but it's it's not the time in someone's life when someone's traditionally diagnosed. So it's okay. it's something that I have to find a specialist for, and it's not really something like they they take a brain scan of. And they're like, oh, you're autistic. And it's not something to take a blood test of. And they're like, oh, you're autistic, you know. Um, but, yeah, going through, like, old family pictures and seeing, like, me playing with certain toys and being like, oh, I'm not having, like, a car race. I'm organizing them by size, shape, and color. Or, oh, that's not a convoy I'm making with the cars. I'm just, like, lining them up in specific orders and just like hmm. some of my like earlier memories around like playthings like it wasn't so much like imagination necessarily it was more so like um if a sticker was out of place it would cause me like an undue amount of stress and i feel like that's i, I don't know i'm sorry i'm over explaining no no no, no, no don't be sorry no, don't be sorry no. Tell me, I want to hear more about, um, you said you're in a weird headspace. How are you, tell me more about like the way that you're reacting to this information. Um, I'm doing what I do a lot of the time, which is uh, gauging my response based upon like my peers. Like I find a lot of times that to make a choice for me is, is very hard, you know, like I, I reference the idea of a sticker being out of place on a toy because like if it's not in the right place, you know, it's, it's wrong. But for me, I never know where the right place is or what the right choice is. So I, I base a lot of what I do on the actions of other people, which sure. can lead me into some bad situations for and sure. it has, but like having this bit of self-knowledge I'm able to guard myself um, um, against people and people from me, I guess. You know, I'm sorry. Um, no, don't be sorry. Um, so what I think there's, there is one thing that, and tell me, tell me if I'm making this up, tell me if this is coming out of thin air or anything. Um, mm -hmm. cause when you say this is putting you in a weird headspace, what like, okay, what I don't want is like, you know, just, just because, you're being like formally diagnosed with something. I don't want it to like fuck with your idea of who you are too much. If that makes any sense, is yeah, that I, is it? Would you say is it is? Because I don't want to put words in your mouth. Is it fucking with your idea of who you are at all? No, it definitely does um, cause a sense of, of identity crisis. I feel as sure. though. Um, and I'm someone who's who's prone to those. Um, <laughs> uh, like uh, when I was younger, I I changed my name um, because I didn't have my father's last name, and he had passed away, so I wanted to honor him. Mm -hmm. um, but like learning more about him, like I I don't know if that was the right choice to change my name to his, but not his name, but his last name. Sure. Anyways, I, I got off track. I'm sorry, man. But yeah, uh, like the sense of of like what autism is, like I have to challenge my own self-conventions of, of what I viewed it in the past because um, like it is something that, that 
I have family members who, who are formally diagnosed with, and I okay. understood there was a certain way to act with them when I was growing up. And then um, also through the school system and having tutored them when I was in high school. Um, but then the people who are closest to me who who asked me, like, do I think I might have this? You know, um, one of them is my mother. and She worked in a, a school for um, disabled children. I, I, I don't know the correct word they used for it. But um, and she she dealt with disabled children on a daily basis. And the other person who asked me um, is my sister, and she's a she's a registered nurse. So I, I trust their opinions. I just like I don't know. It's 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 hard for me to, when, to look at my life and and oh uh, go ahead. Oh, when you say when you say they asked you, what they they were? Uh, did you say they're asking you if you think that they have something? No, if if I think that I might have something, or oh. if I, that I might be on the spectrum, is what they okay. questioned me, which what? originally led me down this rabbit hole to to today. Honestly, it's it's okay. been within the last couple of weeks that I've been dealing with this and and really starting to gain an understanding of autism, I guess, and and how it manifest itself in a number of ways and it can be a mean a number of different things to different people but also with the fact that i have to go see a specialist and sure. that the traditional therapy that that i've used in the past um like i can still use that but i i also need to seek out additional resources you know so you're. I'm sorry you're, if my voice is no, gone. <laughs> Rivers, you, you have nothing to apologize for. Um, so your sister and your mother were asking you if you think you're autistic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, because another um, thing is, you know, I and again, I don't know what your relationship with your family is like, but um. Yeah, you know, it's not um, like. It's not like they're digging at me or anything. It's okay. Well, because you know, I mean, me I you know, obviously, you know, the yeah. most important opinion is that of uh, no, what, you know, the medical professionals professional. that you're yeah. dealing with. But you don't even know that. Yeah, it's. I'm sorry, I interrupted you. I'm really bad at this. <laughs> no, you no, um, there's a lag on the system. You're you're fine. Okay. Um, yeah, and it's it is something that. Like I need to go and get diagnosed, and I'm not saying. Wait, so so you haven't you haven't and, been, This is sorry for interrupting you, but you you haven't been you. But uh, didn't you say you were formally diagnosed with something that you? I don't th I don't know if you specified what it was, but didn't you say you were formally diagnosed? Oh, I've I've been diagnosed with. Um, I don't believe I said I was formally diagnosed with something, but. I've been diagnosed with anxiety and um, it causes obsessive compulsive behaviors and um, in my mind those obsessive compulsive behaviors are more likely to be stemmed than they are to be manifestations of anxiety because mm -hmm. it's something that has been occurring throughout my life and mm -hmm. um, I don't know, I can only walk around the table four times and then in my mind go, this is what a normal person does, but I'm still doing it. And it's like, I don't know, man, you know. But hmm. I do 
uh, I do I do value the opinion of a, a professional, and it is something that I'm undergoing the process so of getting help for. You told, um, I think you told one of the call screeners that um, this is changing the way that you're handling yourself and how you self-regulate. In a conversation, is that? Yeah. Tell yeah. Me about that. I'm sorry. Am I not self-regulating? <laughs> no, no, um, I, no, I, no. I yeah, brought it up because I wanted to ask. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I when I get into something, I get really into it. And I, mm-hmm. when I looked at autism through my mind before, I didn't think that like an autistic person could have several different interests. You know. My cousin, who has autism, he um, he's severe, not severely. Um, he's very um, fixated by phones of any kind, and I thought that's like something that like I would have to check the bots for. But when I get into like a hobby, like I know everything about it. Like I I want to learn everything about it. I want to talk to everybody who knows stuff about it. Um, but yeah, in a, in a conversation, like I could be talking about The Simpsons, <laughs> and um, like a, my my mom, um, she, she'll, she'll humor me and listen to me talking about The Simpsons for like twenty minutes. But like, you know, nobody really wants to hear about The Simpsons. For there are minutes, lots you know? and lots of people you probably on don't YouTube that are making <laughs> thousands and thousands of dollars a month rambling about The Simpsons for much longer than twenty minutes. Actually, yeah. you'll be you'll be pleased to find. But yeah, I just I use that as an example because it, I I get fixated by a number of things like. But yeah, the I don't know. See, I'm having a problem self-regulating because I want to jump back and forth in the conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, conversations can be hard for me uh, at times because uh, I feel like maybe it's my memory, but I'll pick up a conversation where I left it off with a person but it might be like a day or two later and I'll be talking to that person as if the conversation hadn't ended and it can be jarring to people, I suppose. But, um, yeah, me wanting to jump back and forth in conversation. Like I'm looking at my tie dye shoes and like it's stuff like that. Like everything has to conform to something so that I don't have to make a choice. (laughs) I'm sorry. But, has to conform to something so you don't have to make a choice. What do you mean by everything has to conform to something so you don't have to make a choice? So, like, um, because I, I, I feel at heart I don't understand social situations um, or really most situations at times, if I can abide by a certain rule or... Um, something that I know to be true, then I won't make a mistake. And things like choosing out clothing for myself, like everything that I own is tied on, <laughs> as, mm-hmm. as silly as that sounds, but it takes away that anxiety of me having to make a choice choose, where yeah. I know I love color, but I don't have to like be like, um, oh, I'm, I'm going to put such and such outfit together, I suppose. You know, but that's efficient, I don't know. right? You know, you, instead of having to decide what color clothes you're going to wear in the morning, you go, fuck it. I'll wear every color every day. Bam. Yeah. Don't have to decide. 
That makes sense. That makes sense. River, uh, what? I'm sorry. I don't mean to ramble, man. <laughs> River, you have been doing significant. You, you. <laughs> it's. I'm, I'm sorry. I think it's so funny because, like, you the you are doing so much significantly less rambling than. Uh, tr- tr- yeah. tr- trust me, you are not rambling. I've, we've we've heard rambling before. Okay. You are not rambling. <laughs> um, All right, but yeah, but, can I can I say like one or two things really quickly about sure. something? I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Yeah, when it comes to being like formally diagnosed at that time in my life, when I would have been like diagnosed, like uh, there was no form of stability. Like my mom was a single mother, and like my father was a drug addict and he had his demons and was in prison for a number of years um but you know like getting a diagnosis for me like it it would be a really validating thing and i wouldn't feel like like such a monster (laughs) i guess you know because i feel really monstrous when i when i'm engaged in a social interaction and I don't know how to interact, you know, like receiving a gift on Christmas and I don't know to smile or, you know, show joy because that's the appropriate thing to do. I just, I don't know. I, I got off track. You go ahead. <laughs> so it would make you feel a lot better to more validate yeah, to be like, to, to like know what's going on to know why you feel yeah. that way to be formally diagnosed so that you're not sort of yeah. fucking wondering around like you know what the, why why am i why are these why am i thinking these things or you know feeling these things um yeah and a lot of my initial like work with m- my mental health was like i understood that i have a family history of addiction and all these other things but I also never was able to really have my father in my life to see like what he struggled with, you know, and, and being able to see like, Oh, okay. That, that really made sense that I'd be struggling with the same things, you know, like uh, I found a report card of his and like, it's night and day between us. Like he would struggle in school so much because he was dyslexic and all these things, but I don't know. I'm rambling now, honestly. I swear to God, you're not rambling. I've heard people ramble, and you're not rambling. <laughs> um, wh- what, what, uh, what do you, what do you want to do with your life, River? That's what I wanted to ask you. What, well, what is your, what is your goal? You know, I I love being creative. Like I love writing, and I love writing poetry. But um, I am realistically minded so i have a degree i'm getting in public health and eventually i'd I'd like to do something in nutrition for it um i'm not like nutritionally minded right now but when i was in high school i lost like 100 pounds doing wrestling and football and um i gained it back and i'm back to losing weight again but um, I ended up getting a minor in nutrition. So if I could do something like where I'm just helping people to like either with their issues with addiction or their issues with overeating or just something, you know, like just in a positive space where I can help people. And I think I can do that with a public health degree. And if I can't, then I'll fuck it. I'll 
go join the Americorps or something. Well, River, uh, you know, look, I don't think you're a monster, you know. Um, you seem perfectly well adjusted as a, you know, regardless of, you know, whatever, you know, health issues or, you know, diagnoses, you're clearly, you know, have a good head on your shoulders and are a well adjusted human being, you know, who has, uh, uh, productive intentions with his life. Uh, you know, Thank you, so, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, of course. Uh, and you know, look, I'm glad to hear that you're working with specialists. Uh, look, I mean, uh, River, I mean, it sounds like you got a good head on your shoulders. Um, keep doing your thing, you know. Uh, I hope you're not too hard on yourself, um, any more than you need to be. Thank you, man. Um, and yeah, dude, uh, look, I, I, you know, I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate you being, uh, so open with us and, uh, you know, I, I I wish you the I wish you the best. I wish you the best, too, man. Good luck. Thank you, everyone. You have a good rest of the night. Nice dude. Nice dude. I don't know. I thought it was funny when he was saying that he was rambling because he was. I thought he was very like. He's very. He actually was very succinct and on track with his explanations of his feelings. But that's the thing about the the mind, is that it, the the way that you are, the way that you think you're coming off is never. It's it. See the mind. It's tricky, right? Because the way that you think you're coming off is is rarely accurate to how you actually are coming off. But the problem is, is that you never know which direction that's going, right? Because you could either think that you're coming off in a in a in a way that you like, but in reality you're not. But then you could also think that you're coming off as a fucking cum guzzler, and uh, you're actually, you know, coming off well-adjusted. So, who knows? The mind's crazy. It plays all sorts of tricks on us. Shout out to motherfucking River, dude. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by funlove.com. Oh yeah, that's right. We have finally gotten a coveted sex toy marketplace sponsorship. And boy, does this place have it all. Funlove.com is your place to go for vibrators, lingerie, BDSM bondage stuff if you're into that, penis pumps, cock rings, chastity belts. Go crazy, folks. Explore new possibilities, pleasure zones, and find your vibe at funlove.com. Funlove.com is a leading online retailer of sensual health and wellness products, offering a wide array of premier brands of toys, lingerie, and accessories. And for a limited time, Therapy Gecko listeners can save 30% off their first order by entering the code GECKO at checkout. Go to funlove.com and use the code GECKO at checkout to save 30% off your first order. Visit funlove.com today and make a horny purchase. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. BetterHelp is a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online option for therapy with video, voice, and texting chat options with a licensed therapist that can be done completely at your own pace and on your own schedule. 
You don't need to leave your house. You don't need to sit in traffic. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with one of several therapists on the platform. You can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find one that works for you. And you can communicate with your therapist as often as you want and whenever you feel it's needed. It's never a bad idea to find someone qualified to talk to about your issues and get some guidance on them. Learn to make time for what makes you happy by visiting BetterHelp.com slash Gecko today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Gecko. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Liquid Death. What is Liquid Death? It might look like a beer or some kind of crazy energy drink, but it's not. Liquid Death is a healthy beverage brand that makes mountain spring water, low-sugar sodas, and low-sugar iced teas. I've been trying to cut down on my sugar this year, and Liquid Death sodas and teas have been super helpful as they are sweetened instead by agave. Liquid Death is bringing death to single-use plastic bottles with their infinitely recyclable cans. Liquid Death also donates a portion of profits from every can sold to help kill plastic pollution. You can get free shipping of Liquid Death's Mountain Water, Flavored Spring Water, and Iced Tea 8-Packs with Amazon Prime, or grab a can or a case at your local 7-Eleven, Target, Walmart, Whole Foods, or on Instacart. Go to liquiddeath.com gecko to check out all their healthy, infinitely recyclable beverages and find your closest retailer. That's liquiddeath.com gecko. Liquiddeath.com gecko. Oh, God. Hello? Hello? Hi. What's up, Maria from New Mexico? Hello, Mr. Deck. Um, what's your favorite sound, Maria? It's the sound of... Okay, that, this is going to be a little, a little specific... Maybe a little niche. I think the as more specific, the better. To be honest, I I like when you get. So I like when people are specific because you know I feel like uh, it gives us a a opportunity to really focus on something that's in front of us all the time, but that we never take the time to really notice and appreciate. So, go for it. Get specific. Okay, so here's here's a little bit of a background for why I say this. You know, when we're young, we're kids, we do really stupid things. And for some reason, when I was around five or six, give or take a couple years, however old I was, um, where I'm from, we have like this certain gas station you get burritos from. They're awesome, right? And I remember going to this gas station and um, getting a burrito and a bottled Sprite. And I remember going home and, you know, I was like five or six. I tore the burrito apart and I put like chunks of it into my Sprite. And I would like shake it around like a snow globe and I would just stare at it. And then I would drink it. And as I got older, um, I just continued to do that. I'm 20 now. So it's been about 16, 15 years that I've been doing this. And just the sound of, like, the fizziness of a soda, whether it be, like, you, you're opening the can or my favorite sound, specifically the fizziness, not just any fizziness. It has, like, I'll accept it if it comes from a can, right? If you open a can of soda and it fizzes, I'll accept that. But my favorite fizziness 
comes from a bottled Sprite specifically. Like, you open it up, and it goes, uh, there's a little ch, right? And you put it up to your ear, and you just listen to it. I'll also accept the fizziness from a soda fountain. Uh, yeah, fountain soda, my bad. You put a burrito in a Sprite? Yes. What was in the burrito? Um, it was a bean and beef burrito from a gas station, and it's called Allsup's. Okay, so you put chunks of bean and beef into the Sprite. And tortilla, yeah. And how does that affect the flavor? It's like a deep-fried burrito. You know, I was young, so I drank it, and I was like, all right. And I remember thinking that I kind of made a mistake by ruining the flavor because I remember putting the chunks of the burrito in, shaking it around and whatever. And then I remember trying to drink the soda to get the piece of the burrito out. But every time I like tilted it up to take a sip, the piece of burrito would float back to like the top and I just couldn't get it. And I would have to like chug to try to get it out. And by the time... I could get it out. I had already drank all the soda, so it was just a mushy piece of bean burrito. Mm. And how did the soda f- taste after being filtered through the burrito? You know, it didn't... I don't... Well, this is like 15, 16 years ago. I don't remember it tasting bad. I just remember it kind of tasting like a soda, and it had gone flat. Because, you know, I was a kid and I just, I I was shaking it up and leaving it unattended with the lid off. So it's kind of tasted like a a flat soda, like a flat Sprite. And I mean, there was like, like crumbs of beans and I don't remember it tasting like beans, but I'm sure it had like a slight tinge of beans. Maybe they can make that a flavor, bean Sprite. You know, I don't know how that would... Looking back on it and reflecting as a young adult, I think that was kind of gross of me. Hmm. I thought you said that you have been doing this recently. Not with bean burritos. I find that it tastes better... With, um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Well, usually when I go to the gas station and I pick up, like, a Sprite, I always get, like, a bag of, like, dill pickle chips. And, you know, sometimes I like to crush those up. I wouldn't do it again with the bean burrito. I should have been more specific. But with, like, dill pickle chips, I think because they're both kind of sour. Or even Lamon chips. You know what I'm talking about? The lime-flavored Lay's chips. That, that To me, that tastes a little better than the bean burrito. I couldn't even think about putting the bean burrito back in there. Well, I'm glad that you found something that works for you. Thank you. Adam? What's up? Is this Gek? Adam? Yes. Oh, well, let me mute your Adam? This is Adam. What's going on? Um, I'm having some classic girl problems. Oh, dear. Well, 
Uh, what's going on? Wait, can you hear voice? Is that like loud as shit? Oh, I can hear you. Chat, can you hear Adam? He wants. To, he has girl problems, and we need. Thank you for the sub, K Lizard. And we need to be able. We need to hear Adam. Everyone can hear you, Adam. Tell us everything. We are here. All right. That's it. I was gonna say we're here to help, but I can't prom. I can only promise that we're here. I can promise nothing more than just we are here. So I was actually I was listening to your episode on Spotify with it, where it was this this guy, yes, this girl. He's like she's on and off. She's always like uh, she's telling him like like one day she's like in love with him, and the next she's like ghosting him, mm-hmm. and he doesn't know really whether he should like give up or not. And yeah. so that's basically what's going on with like me and this girl. It's like she um she's telling me like one day like yeah there's like so we dated for like uh four months around like and we broke up two months ago and uh she's basically like telling me like yeah maybe it might happen like i'm not over you yet but like she wants like a break but it's like the break's like impossible for me to do like she's trying to like cut connections because i'm still a senior in high school so it's like i can't i like she's in my school and i don't know how I would get over her. You're a senior in high school, you say? I am. I am 18 now. What is... Well, what were you going to do after school? Like, once school ended, uh, I'm actually going to take a gap year to Europe. Oh. You're going to take a gap year to Europe? Yeah. What's she going to do? No no college. No college plans yet, but... No, what's she, what's she going to do? I'll pick- what is she going to do? I don't know what she's going to do. I think she's she's applied to a bunch of colleges already. I don't know. She's definitely planning on college, though. Like, Look, here's the thing. is um, I actually... It sounds... Look, dude. It sounds as though there is uh, a lot of friction here. Um, both logistical friction... And then the other friction of, you know, she's like, I, I need some time, I need some time. This is actually kind of nice that, you know, this is happening at uh, a transitionary stage in both of your lives. And uh, you both have separate life plans. She's going to go off to college and do her thing. You're going to go to Europe and do your thing. I think that's fucking awesome. You know, I think if I were you, my friend, I mean, look, you know, stop stalking her instagram and start stalking the, the you know r slash europe where are the best fucking cafes in town how many days should i spend in uh in belgium or whatever you know I, I, that's what i would do you know uh, uh you're going to europe you're taking a gap year i love that idea immerse yourself in the world of travel uh you're gonna you're gonna go off to europe and you're gonna find that there are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people in the world that are not her that uh, you would have very enjoyable interactions with. Um, Mm -hmm. Perhaps romantically, but I don't even think about that. Just go out and... uh, Are you going alone? Are you going alone to Europe? Uh, Yeah, I will be alone. Ooh. I love that. Nah, you're killing it, man. Nah, don't worry about this girl, man. Let her do her thing. Give, uh-huh. Bless her. Bless her. Here's I, I, I heard this from... Uh, I heard this somewhere. 
that um, this is something I've been using a lot. Everyone feel free to, to use this. Is uh, if there's a person who, like, uh, you really like, you know, romantically, or even just, I don't know, you think is cute or whatever, like, and, and, you know, but you can't, like, you know, continue your relationship with them, or logistically you can't form, whatever it is, just go ahead, think of them, and go, and, uh, and bless them, you know? What's this girl's name? Give me a fake name, even, if you don't want to give me her real name. Isabella. Isabella, think to yourself, you know what, Isabella? Bless you. I wish you the best. I want. I wish happiness for you, Isabella. Uh, you're gonna go off to. You're gonna go live a great life. I'm. I'm so happy for you, Isabella. Bless you. Uh, and then be done. And then move on. And then go to Europe and uh, go solo travel at 18 and get into wacky zany adventures. I like that for you. I guess um, it's one. The one thing like it's like I really don't know. Like the school year really just started, right? There's still like eight months left of school, and it's like. It's gonna be hard for me. Like she's like, she's friends with like a lot of the people I'm friends with, and it's like almost impossible for me to just get away from her. And I just don't know how. It's like we we want to distance so bad from each other to try and figure stuff out, like right now. But it's like no matter what, we end up like like talking again or something. It's like it's hard to get away from someone who's always there, you know. Well, good news. Uh, you, there's a time expiration date to this, anyway. So you know, no matter no matter what, what 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 is it? It's October. You got until the end of the school year's in fucking May, right? Yeah, like June. May is gonna come before you even know it, and you're gonna be in Europe, and uh, you're gonna be uh, you know doing ecstasy in Amsterdam. With two people that you met on a park bench, and you're not going to be thinking about her. You're going to be thinking about all the wonders of life that await you as you, uh, you know, venture. So hold out until then. Can you do that? Hold out until then. Yep. Try my best. Beautiful. Thank you for um, calling. I Adam. had one more. Hit me. What's the thing? Yeah, exactly. Thing me. Thing uh, me. So I was just wondering, like. You um you obviously have this like whole thing with like podcasts and like people calling and stuff. How did it I all do. start? Like how did you get these people to call in and like? Because this has been going on for like two years, right? Last I morning. saw a burning bush outside of my house, and I went and I went <laughs> over to it, and uh, and God appeared as an apparition. Uh, he looked a lot like Dobie from um from Harry Potter, very weak and small. <laughs> And he said to me, I need you to dress up as a gecko on Reddit and talk to people on the phone. And that's how it all started. But, like, how did you how did you get people to actually call you? Did it all start on, like... Well, you called, like, didn't you? Like, how did you... Post that's true, but that's because I, I found you on, like, I guess on Spotify, and I, like, wanted to be part of it. But how did, like... Did you start off doing something other than these, like, calls and stuff, or... No, I just got very, 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 very lucky uh, on RPAN, the Reddit Public Access Network. Shout out to the Reddit Public Access Network. Uh Um, No, I just got very lucky on uh, RPAN. Um, If you ever want to be a streamer or do anything involving streaming or do it on RPAN first before you do it on Twitch because RPAN already has people watching it and and people don't watch Twitch. Twitch has very poor discoverability. Uh Well, you don't need to worry about that because you're not going to be streaming. You're going to be 
of speaking French. Here's you know here's my final piece. Here's my final piece of advice for you, and then I'm and then I'm going and then I'm kicking you off. Adam. One minute. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Adam, here's my final piece of advice for you. I'm actually serious about this. Where where in Europe are you going? Um, most likely France. Learn a little bit of French. It's going to make your experience a thousand times better. Go to fucking Duolingo. That's what, I, that's what you do. Fucking, what's your fucking name, Adam? I, I'm telling you this right now. If yeah. you listen to me, you will have a great time in France. Spe- instead of fucking around on Snapchat. Text and whatever. Learn fucking French. It's going to make your life... You're going to have way more fun if you learn a little bit of French. All right, I'm kicking you off. Go learn French. Have a good time, Adam. I'll talk to you soon. Hey, Jordan? Yeah, what's up? Hello? Gecko. What's up, man? Jordan, have you ever gotten wrecked? In a wreck? No, like wrecked, like you know, like in Fortnite when they when kids are like get wrecked. Oh, okay, okay. So I see what you're saying, but unfortunately, I did not play Fortnite. My friend does though. I see him. I'm a I'm a old school MW2 player. No, never mind. This is kind of a stupid topic anyway. What what are you what are you up to right now, Jordan? You sound like you're outside. I am. I am. Uh, I'm not even exaggerating. I've been stuck in the middle of the desert at a gas station for like five, five hours. You've been stuck in a gas station in the middle of the desert for five hours. Yeah. All right. Let me give you a backstory on that. So I work sure. for a moving company and I, uh, I'm driving a U-Haul moving someone from Kentucky to California. And I made it all the way to Arizona and I blew out a tire. Okay, you blew out a tire, and then what, are you just waiting for AAA to come? No, so you gotta, like, contact U-Haul, and uh, I uh, I contacted them, and they said okay, it I was about to, I was gonna hours. ask if you contacted them before you called me. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, no, I've been, it's been too long now. But, yeah, they gave me an ETA of, like, three hours. And uh, it's been an hour and a half past that, and it's starting to get. It, it is dark out here, like the, the sun's still up a little bit on the west side. But I drove through the desert last night for the first time, and it got really dark out here. What time is it where you are? Six twenty. Twenty. Six twenty. Oh, I thought you were using like army time. Oh, no. no. I do not do that. I'm not smart enough for that, to be honest with you. I got Neither am I. In my head. Okay, I'm glad we're on the same page. It's a lot of work. It is. It's a ton of work to subtract like, 12 like from the thing. I feel like it's just easier to do the smaller thing, you know? Yeah. It makes more sense in my mind to just stick with that. What have you been doing for the past five hours to um, tie to your to, to pass the time? So... I got very lucky. I was supposed to do this trip by myself, which was like a 32-hour drive. Uh, that have been a long time by myself, and I convinced my company to let me bring my friend with me to help me. And uh, I got very lucky on that end, but now we're kind of both just sitting here bored. Okay, do you feel like after, after how long, how, 
where you're in Arizona. Okay, so you've been driving for. Do you feel like you've ran out of things to talk with your friend about? Uh, not necessarily. So we got lucky. We have a gracious view of uh, some desert in front of us. So we kind of just been like, not really zoned out, but staring at that. Uh, been doing some people watching. It's a pretty big truck stop. Um, we're seeing. I mean. See, there's a lot of people that have been coming in and out. So anyone in particular, anyone I, particularly interesting that you've watched? Uh, not watched, but I, I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but I, when I was in the bathroom utilizing the facilities, the man next to me utilizing the facilities was moaning an awfully amount, like too much in my opinion. Uh, and I, I kind of got concerned for his health for a minute. Uh, I hope he goes to a doctor. Mm. What's an appropriate amount of noise to make, do you feel, when you are on the toilet? Well, he was just urinating, if it makes a difference or not. So I, I'm sure it doesn't make a difference to some people. But uh, I'd say if you were drinking, I think it would be more understandable. But for road trips, if he is an over-the-road trucker, I, I feel like that is very unhealthy. No, I'm kind of with you with the pee thing, because I feel like if you're taking a dump, it makes more sense that you would, like, you know, give out a moan of ecstasy. You guys, you, you deserve the moan to yourself on that. Right, if, if it's a poop. You know? Well, okay, but how do you know he wasn't, how do you know he wasn't pooping and peeing at the same, maybe that's what he was doing, is he was pooping and peeing at the same time, and that's why he gave off well, a moan. So, was that a urinal? Oh, okay. But that doesn't, well, still. that doesn't exclude... That doesn't exclude that he wasn't pooping. I don't know that. So th- there we go. How much How much time have we already killed talking about this? You're going to be fine. You're going to be fine. Uh, if you, if- I, I will share one cool story. This helped me pass a good 30 minutes. So there's sure, Arby's please. at this truck stop, right? Uh, and there's these ravens flying around the park. And they're, they are majestically soaring. These are big ravens. And they're just floating in the sky so that that did take up some of my time too i was we were watching the birds but we we figured you know like the the ravens are trying to get food and so i threw all my curly fries out to them and this raven's just been picking up curly fries. see how big they are man i respect this guy this man what's your name again jordan Jordan doesn't have any fucking games on his phone, you know. When Jordan needs to pass the time, I I know I don't. fuck with this. By the way, I fuck with this. You stare at sunsets, you feed ravens, you listen to people poop. You you find you don't need Crash Cart on your phone to pass the time. You've you've, you've taken what's around you. You've lived in the moment yeah, of these I, five I, hours that you've been person. spending at the gas station. I respect that intensely. Definitely, I appreciate that. Of course. I do Keep have some good news, good too. Uh, the tire guy did pull up, and my friend got him started on changing the tire. So that is super, super big news. Damn. I am I am honored to be present at the the conclusion of this story, as as we all are like, this here is in the stream. Not only my whole life in the making, but this is like five hours today. Gone, but not gone. You know, we made the most out of this. You're an inspiration, the, Jordan. The only downside, the only downside, is that we were about to hit a dispensary. Uh, we had to put that on hold, but the sunset, the ribbon, made it pretty. Good. At least for today, you know, we got tomorrow to still drive, see some desert, make up for it. 
Safe travels to you, Jordan. Thank you for calling. Thank you. Have a great night. Jordan, honestly, an inspiration. Jordan, honestly, an inspiration. What did Jordan... Jordan was stuck at a fucking... I was on an airplane for like five hours playing Super Mario Run like an idiot. I could have sat in my seat trying to figure out how planes work for an hour. Could have stared at the, the guy next to me doing a Sudoku puzzle. I don't know. I could just... That guy, he seems like he knows how to how to believe in the moment. I mean, those were five exciting hours. So much happened to him because he went in search of the adventure that was available to him. What he had was enough. Hey, folks, this episode is sponsored by Factor Meals. I'm actually a huge fan of Factor, and it's been a large part of my weight loss journey this year. I've been using them before they sponsored the podcast, and their service is great. I hate cooking so much, and Factor makes it very easy to eat healthy, delicious food that I can whip up in the microwave or the air fryer. I'm a big fan of Factor classics, such as the shredded chicken taco bowl, the Indian butter chicken, and who could forget the creamy tomato pork chop. I've been trying to count calories and lose weight and all that stuff, and Factor makes it very easy because the calorie counts and the macros are listed right on the box. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Head to factormeals.com slash gecko50 and use the code gecko50 to get 50% off. That's code gecko50 at factormeals.com slash gecko50 for 50% off. Hey folks, this episode is sponsored by Prize Picks. Football season may be over, but the action on the basketball court is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, there's no shortage of high stakes basketball moments this time of year. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks. America's number one fantasy sports app where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cash. Personally, Prize Picks graciously set me up with an account for myself. I made some picks for the NBA and I did make a little extra money, which I of course put safely away in a high interest savings account. Just kidding, I used it to buy candy. And you can get extra candy money too. Download the Prize Picks app today and use the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's the code GECKO for a first deposit match of up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Rem? Hello. What's up, Rem? You know, uh, it's a good night. I'm, it's a good night. I'm doing well. How are you? What, what, what? Tell me, tell me, tell me more about that, Rem. Tell me, um... Tell me what makes the night so good. Um, you know, I, I just cleaned my kitchen, so that's that's great. And um, uh, you know, I think that's made the day productive. What, what? Tell me about the state of your kitchen before you cleaned it. What kind of messes were around? Were there spills? Were there stains? Were there bowls? Were there cups? Was there shattered glass okay. upon the floor? Sure. Well, um, this is this is kind of not something I would admit admit to like friends, 
But I had my boyfriend over a few days ago. Well, not a few days ago, like yesterday. And I had dirty dishes everywhere. And I put the dirty dishes in a closet so he wouldn't see them. And mm. so I just did them just, just now. Mm. <laughs> Is that something that you have ever done before? Uh, yes. I have done that one other time. Uh, tell me about that time. Um, I, I think I just was, I had a lot to do that day. I just finished midterms. So I, you know, I, I, I've been busy. Um, but it, you know, I'm not too ashamed about it. Honestly, it just, it just was one of those days. Sometimes you can only address problems, uh, not in a final matter, you know. Mm-hmm. You get to it eventually. Out of sight, out of mind. Well, uh, not out of mind. Actually, it was giving me a lot of anxiety having dirty dishes in a closet. Oh, does but, it give um, you more anxiety to have dirty but, dishes in a closet or to have dirty dishes in the sink? It depends on the dishes. If I have a lot of dishes, then it's definitely... You know what? I'm just now realizing I've, I've... Every time I go over to his place, there are a lot of dishes in the sink. So I probably don't need to... I probably don't need to be hiding them in closets. I don't think you do either. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, I guess. Maybe it's more of like a, like, I don't really compare myself to him. I think it's more of like a self, like I hold myself to a high standard. Not really high enough to do dishes, you know, after I finish using them, but high enough where I don't want dirty dishes to be seen. Do you wish he would put his dirty, he would do, do you wish he would put his dirty dishes well, in the closet for you? There's a lot of them, and also he has a roommate, whereas I do not. So I feel like he could just say those dishes are his roommates. You know? Why are you ashamed of having dirty dishes being seen? I think I I would want him, I would prefer him to think of me as a cleanly person as opposed to a not organized or disorderly person. You know? Why? I think it's, this is like a newer relationship. We've been together for like a month and a half. So I, I want to like, you know, put my best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, I feel like, you know, I understand the, the desire to put that best foot forward. But I mean, look, if the truth is that you're a little messy and you don't clean the dishes up you know right when they're dirty there's nothing wrong with that but it's it's just the truth you know and I feel like you're better off showing the truth than you are trying to cover it up unless if for whatever reason this person inspires you to be different in some way that you find to be positive. What were you going to say? 
I think, well, I agree. Like, I, I wouldn't, like, if he asked me if there's dishes in my closet, I don't think I would lie. But I, I don't, like, it's the same reason I wouldn't, like, share all of my childhood trauma um, immediately. You know what I mean? It's like, like, once I'm comfortable with you, I'm gonna, you know, I'll, like, I'll let you see my dirty dishes figuratively and literally. How does someone get your trust to see the dirty dishes that you have in your closet? Figuratively? Oh, well, I guess that's kind of... No, you know, I... Yeah, okay. Um, I like to know about them. I like to... Uh, I like to um, have... The, I like to know more about them. You know? And are you I want to know that they're not going to, like... I'll continue. Oh, I, I just want to know that they're not going to, like, scoot off if they see dirty dishes, you know? They're not going to think, oh, gosh, shouldn't be around her before they actually even, you know, know if they like my personality or not, you know? And what do you think of your boyfriend when you see his dirty dishes? I really, I haven't thought about it that much. But again, he has the roommate. I feel like, you know, it's it's less revealing if someone has dirty dishes and they live with somebody else versus me living by myself and having dirty dishes. Forgive me if I asked you this already because my brain doesn't work all the time. But what do you think your boyfriend would think if he saw your dirty dishes? I don't know. I don't know if you asked that already. My brain is. Anyway, I don't think. I think he appreciates cleanliness. That's. I think that's why. Like, like if it were my ex and I and I like had dishes, that's going to sound bad. I just mean I have less respect for my ex than I do for my current boyfriend. I have respect. So I would like to appear like I keep my space clean. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Do you, beneath wanting to appear as though you keep your space clean, have a genuine desire to keep your space clean? I absolutely do. I'm just, okay. I'm like a busy person, you know? I yeah, get distracted I mean, look, easily. I think in that sense, um, I think in that sense, you know, having someone over is a good excuse to clean up the house as some sort of, you know... I usually do. All, all tasks require some amount of time pressure to actually get done. Yeah. I usually I usually am, like, a clean person. It's just been, a, like, busy with school and, like, hanging out with friends and stuff, so I, I haven't, you know... It, ha- it, it hasn't been a, you know effective use of my time to make sure the dishes are clean. What's your name was? Yeah. Rem. Rem. Rem, is there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, yeah. I, my, I, uh, okay, so I just started my sophomore year of college, but because of COVID last year, I didn't make any friends. 
So I have new friends this year, and I just met them. Like I met one of them a couple weeks ago, and the other one I met a month ago. And I thought they would be good together, so I I set them up on a date, and they their date just happened tonight, and it went well, and that made me feel good for them and for myself. Hmm. Why did it make you feel good? I think, um, well, except for the guy that I'm currently dating, I have not found myself dating like great people. So um, I I am very excited to um, to have like set people up that seem good for each other and they seem happy. Like I feel like that seems like sort of redemption. Oh, in some way, as though you know, if you can't make it happen for yourself, you can make it happen for other people. Yeah, in a, in a sense. But it sounds like you are dating someone right now that you like. You're dating someone right now, Rem, that you like uh-huh. and respect enough that when they come over, you put your dishes in the closet. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's. I think so. I'm I'm excited about that. Well, thank you very much for sharing, Ram. I hope you have a good rest of the night. Hello. Hello. Is this the Gek? This is the Gek. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, man? I, I didn't actually think I'd make it through, but fuck it. Here we are. Well, here we are. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I want to tell you about like my 50 year old lover in Jamaica, man. Yeah, I'm you kind of a... like I gotta tell you the backstory. I gotta tell you the backstory before I tell you the problem first. Okay, so you, you have a 50 year old lover in Jamaica. Yeah, this is correct. How old are you? Uh, 20. It's just like you know, it's a big age gap, but you know, love is love. All right, so you have a secret lover in Jamaica. Why? Right, how did you meet this person? All right, so basically. Somehow, she got a hold of my number, right? And she sends me a voice message saying she saw me on her phone and my face looks familiar. And, like, when was the last time I went to Jamaica? Because she, like, she messaged me or whatever. And, you know, I'm telling her, like, yeah, I remember you from that one time. Never seen this, like, woman in my life. But that's besides the point. Um, You, okay, how did she start messaging you again? She found my number in her phone somehow. She found your number in her phone somehow. She messages you saying that she remembers you, and then you don't remember her, but you play along as if you do. Yeah, I say, yeah, I remember you from that one time. And this is all through voice messages. No, uh, we're not texting. So, you know, I get to hear what she sounds like. She has, like, that thick, beautiful Jamaican accent. Um, Okay. I can play. Uh, I can play one of the voice messages for you, so you can hear what she sounds like. This is what she sends me. Listen. Let's uh, let's just finish the story first. All right. All right. All right. All right. Um. So yeah, I know we're uh, you know chatting it up, getting to know each other, and eventually we take it to you know phone calls. And she's asking me when am I coming to Jamaica, so I tell her second week of December I'm there. You know I want to meet her. This could potentially be the love of my life. Um, you know, I have an open mind, so I'm not limited. Um, and basically, you know, 
I'm telling her, what do you want me to wear when I go to Jamaica? You know, what's your favorite color? And she's like, blue, like she loves blue. So I tell her, I'm going to dress up, you know, blue shoes, blue pants, blue shirt, blue everything. And she goes, no, 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 you have to mix it up. You have to be blue and black, you know, black pants, blue shirt. And, you know, you know, we're getting more intimate with her talk. And, um, you know, she's texting me goodnight with hearts and I'm responding. And, you know, the next day I don't hear from her for a while. So I send her a voice message saying like, hey, I know you're out there doing the dirty wine with some other guy, you know, um, call me like, what's up? And she she replies like, no, 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 I'm not out there doing no dirty wine with with no other guy. You know, it's just you. And I'm like, oh, okay. And, you know, I'm trying to get um, recipes from her now. And she's being really hesitant to give me recipes. She wants me to buy her cookbook. So, you know, like at this point, I feel like I don't know if I'm in for like some crazy scam or if I'm potentially going to meet the love of my life. But like, I don't know what, where to like take this because I might actually have to go to Jamaica in December to meet her. Because like, what if this is the one? Let's, let's hear a voice message. You want to hear one of the voice messages? Let's hear one of the voice messages. All right, all right I got you. Yeah. Um, I'll show you the one of her talking about the dirty wine. That's a, it's a good one. Just give me a second. All right, here. Mm-hmm. No, you have it wrong. I'm not doing no dirty wine. Stop that. You accuse me of doing dirty wine. The phone dropping signal. I'm so sorry about that. But give me the time that I can call her in the morning. Because the phone drops signal. This is, you know, one example of hey, dirty wine is sex, right? Each other. Um. So honestly, when I accused her of doing the dirty wine, I didn't really know what it was. You know, I just heard it like being mostly like thrown around, right? But then I looked it up, and it's a very sexual dance that uh, is performed by Jamaicans. Like it's a cultural dance. Um. So I've read. And, you know, apparently she took offense in me accusing her of doing that. But, okay. yeah. You know, she, I don't know if she was or wasn't. She wasn't answering my calls and texts. So I assume she's just out there cheating or something. But Okay, so, she, you know, so uh, when you say cheating, I mean, you and this, uh, and this woman, would you consider yourselves to be in, a, uh, in a, an exclusive monogamous relationship? Well... I mean, the way I've been talking to her, I imply that it's exclusive because, you know, I, I, I made it clear that I wouldn't be happy with her doing stuff with other people. And she, um, you know, got defensive about it. So maybe she understands also that it's exclusive. So, you know, just based on how things have been, I, I'd say it's exclusive. Okay. Have you have you been seeing anyone else or is it just uh, just you? And uh, what's, what's her name? Opal. Opal? Has it, has it just been you and Opal? It's just been me and her. And honestly, I can't stop thinking about her. So, like, I think it, it she might be the one. Okay. Um, so, are you, or do you have plans to go to Jamaica to see her? Yeah. Uh, second week of December, I aim to go, you know, stay by her, have her cook for me, maybe meet her family, you know, any dogs she might have. I haven't asked her if she has pets yet. I should ask. Oh, you're dead serious about this? Yeah, man. 
Let's hear another. I want to hear another message from her. Play, play me your favorite message. You want to hear another one? Let's hear another one. I'll play you. Oh yeah, I'll play you the first message you sent me. It's, it's just like nostalgic because it takes me back to like the beginning of it all. You know, let me play it. Hi, good day. How you do? How you doing? I see this number and I'm checking out it. The face look familiar. Yeah, that was that was the beginning of it all. You know, she said my face looks familiar. So you know, okay. I said yeah, I remember you from that one time. And then the rest is history, man. So, so how do you, how do you think that she ca- that she uh, procured your number? So there's um there, there could be like a bunch of reasons for it. Um, the one I'm most convinced is I might have been under the influence. Um, in Jamaica and just have gotten her number a few years ago and you know never did anything about it but maybe you know she just discovered it again and well, hold on, hold on. So have you ever have you or, so you've been to Jamaica yeah I've, I've been to Jamaica okay how many years ago were you in Jamaica but I haven't been I haven't been specifically for her is what I'm saying okay so you okay you left this part so you went to Jamaica when did you go to Jamaica? Two years ago when I was 18. Okay. So you went to Jamaica and you believe that you might have actually met this woman before. I mean, like, I can't imagine any other way she would have gotten my number. I don't remember her at all, but, you know, it could have been just like one of those nights. Okay. Um, hmm. What do you like? What do you like about Opal? What do you what do you see in her? How do you believe well, your future will pay up, will play out? First of all, I wish I wish I'd be able to somehow show you a picture of her, but let me tell you, ten out of ten, like she's beautiful, man. Um, second, you know, I like the way she talks. She's very smooth. You know, she's very charismatic. Mm-hmm. She like like I can tell like she would really care about me. Um, and you know, she texts me good morning, good night. Every night she doesn't miss with the heart, you know, makes me feel warm inside. Um, and, you know, she, I asked her, do you smoke ganja? You know, like in Jamaica, that's what they do. And she's like, of course I smoke ganja. So, you know, that's another plus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man. And, and like every day I'm just learning more and more about her and getting to like her, you know, even more. Well, you know, look, what's your name again? Sammy. Sammy. Well, you know, Sammy, a lot of people, um, when you tell them this, they're probably going to tell you that uh, if you go to Jamaica, you're going to get kidnapped and um, trafficked and uh, possibly mm-hmm. have your organs removed and sold on the black market. But let me tell you something, Sammy. Mm-hmm. I see. Those people, mm-hmm. they've never been in love before, so don't listen to them. Damn, man. You know, honestly, I, I thought you were about to tell me not to go through with it, but it, it makes me so happy that you're supporting me, man. Now, like, I, I, I want to do it even more, man, knowing that I got you, you know, right behind me. Mm-hmm. They'll tell you that um, that they're they're gonna tell you that uh, someone will probably cut off one of your thumbs and mail it back to your parents in exchange for ransom money. But 
they don't get it. So they they don't get it, man. Love is love, man. And sometimes you got to sacrifice things for love. You know. Totally. What's the fun, well, man? To, like, Sammy, eternal happiness. Sammy, um, you know, mm-hmm. let us know how it goes. Good luck to you. I will. Thank you, man. Thank you for the for the advice, bro. Of course. I love you. Hey, can you play us one more message from um, Opal? You want to play one? You want me to play one more message from Opal? Yes, yeah, one more. Something, something nice, some sweet. I'm starting to fall forward too. Some sweet. All right, let me give me a give me a second while I scroll through. I'll play you a, a good night message. Give me a second. Right here. Good night. Text me and tell me what time you can call her tomorrow. Beautiful. Good night, Sammy. How romantic. I'm getting butterflies just thinking about it. Cynthia, is that you? Yes. What's up, Cynthia? Hello. Oh, sorry. Oh, hi. Hey. Hi. <laughs> sorry, I'm scared. What? What the hell? What are you scared of? Myself. <laughs> You're scared of yourself. Of talking, I guess. I don't know. I'm kind of hungry. I. What's I need I need what's that thing? I feel like I've I've seen some streamers have that thing where like someone can click a button and it sends them a taco. I need one of those. A taco. What'd you What'd you eat today? A what'd you eat for dinner? Or like taco Bell? No, it's a real taco. Well, a Taco Bell taco is a, like a real. Uh, but when you just say a real taco, are you asking like an authentic like Mexican taco, or are you asking like 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 a not like a physical non digital taco? Um, authentic. What did you eat for dinner? Chick-fil-A. Fuck. That sounds good. What'd you get? (laughs) Um, the regular sandwich with, um, with cheese. (laughs) I guess. Yes, sorry. Cynthia, by the time I get off a stream, it's going to be past midnight, and then all the stores are going to be closed. I'm going to have to go to 7-Eleven and get their pizza. But it's not even going to be... It's going to be old pizza. I'm going to, like... Last time I went to 7-Eleven... Okay, so sometimes I'll just go to 7-Eleven after the stream to get food because I'm hungry. And every time I've done it, it's been at 1 a.m., and every time I do it, I I ask for pizza, and then when I go to pay them, they're like, yeah, you can just take this. And that's never a good sign. When they give you the pizza for free. <laughs> Never a good sign. And what do I do, Cynthia? Mm-mm. What do I do? What do you think I do with that pizza, Cynthia? Eat it. I eat it, Cynthia. Cynthia, how can I help you today? What's going on? Um, I guess I just had um, a question. Well, not a question. I don't know what you would call it. Whatever it is. We um, don't even have to call it anything. Let's hear it. <laughs> Okay, so my boyfriend and I have been together for like three years, and we still haven't, like we still close the door when we use the bathroom, and I feel like every other relationship I know, they all 
pictures are free. And I wonder if my boyfriend doesn't trust me or love me enough to have the door open. Mm. Have you brought this up to him? Every day. And what does he say? <laughs> that he doesn't want me to smell it. Mm. I think that's rather reasonable. Why, though? Okay, so you ask him why, and he says he doesn't want you to smell it. And what is your response mm-hmm. to that? Um, I, uh, our door doesn't lock to the bathroom, so I try to open it, and he yells at me. Oh, I thought you were going to say, so you smell it anyway. Don't you, by the way, smell it anyway? No. No. I walk away. I'm, I... I respect it where I pretend to open the door and I just, like, he gets mad and I walk away and laugh. So you just try to open the door while he's chitting? Yes. And how does that make him feel? Um, I guess vulnerable. That makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. Is that normal? <laughs> Is it normal for him to feel vulnerable? Mm, yeah. Like, a little I bit. Because, be you know, I... Say that again? It is, I guess. Um, I didn't think it would be a big deal, but I guess it to him it is. Hmm. So, he doesn't want you to smell the poop. While he is pooping, yeah. and that's why he keeps the door closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And have you assured him that you would love him regardless of the smell of his poo? Yeah, but I don't think he believes me. Hmm. What do you think Sometimes he could do I to cry get him to trust you? If he doesn't let me be in there, you cry. Yeah. And what is his response to the crying? He doesn't know why I'm crying. But he doesn't understand why I am. And do you tell him that you're crying because he doesn't trust you to smell his poop? Mm-hmm. I don't understand, though. I guess I don't understand because I feel like all other couples do and I'm still here three years later not able to well Cynthia you can't compare yourself to other couples I'm not I'm asking oh you directly are (laughs) yeah you're envious of the other couples that are all smelling each other's poop and you know you have to accept your relationship for what it is not what it is in relationship to not what it is in comparison to other standard not in comparison to other so-called standard relationships so what if it never happened then that's your relationship and you should accept it for what it is uh I guess. I'll tell him. 
I will um, no longer barge in the bathroom. Good. I'm glad to hear that. What were you going to say? Hello? Oh. Thank you. Is he with you? Is he in the room? Yeah, he's making fun of me. Let, let me talk to him. That's what you get. <laughs> Hello? What's up? What's going on? I kind of just walk in the living room and I go talking to, uh, a gecko man about my uh, pooping status. Sure. Um, all right. So, what do you think about all this? Um, I kind of caught half of it, but I don't know. Uh, uh, your girlfriend is upset that you won't leave the door open when you use the bathroom. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, it, it's really for her protection. I tell her that all the time, but, um, I, I guess she just doesn't understand that. What are you protecting her from? Uh, from the smell? She says she, she wants to smell the smell. Oh, she wants to smell it? Yes. Oh, then, uh, I don't know about that. Does that freak you out that she wants to smell it? Okay. The smell? Does that make you uncomfortable? Uh, I mean, I, yeah, it would make me feel uncomfortable. So, like, she smells it, she'd probably leave me. Mm-hmm. Well, well, what if, um... Okay, so it, it makes you uncomfortable because it, the idea that if she smelled it, she would not like it. Because I th- I would think yeah. that you would be made uncomfortable by the by the idea that she smells it and she likes it. That's what would make me uncomfortable. Oh. Yeah, that would probably make me even more uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, so this is a lose lose situation. Yeah. All right. I think I'm just gonna start going to the grocery store and handling, handling my business. Mm, keep that door closed. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna keep that door closed. I don't like the possibility. Beautiful. Hey, what's your name? Oh, uh, Hector. Thank you for calling, Hector. Have a good rest of the night. All right, you, man. Appreciate it, Gek. Ash! What's up, Ash? Yeah, Ash. How's it going? Um, it's going good. Tell me everything. What's going on with you, Ash? Oh, I'm just chilling, man. It's, um, it's 4 a.m. where I am right now. Just, just thought I'd give you a quick shout see what's going on. Um, not a whole lot, mate. Uh, what, uh, how can I get you this evening? Good. Um, a bit, I'm in a bit of a, bit of a quandary over here, you know, I'm, um, oh, okay. I need a bit of advice. Sure, hit me. I think, I figure you're the, you're the guy to, to give me, give me that shit, so, um, right, here we go. I'm basically a 36-year-old guy, yeah. I live in um, I live in this this pretty cool place in in London called Brixton. Don't know if you've ever been to London before, but um, Brixton is buzzing. Brixton is my home. Brixton is where I've been for ten years now. Yeah. Brixton, go Brixton, baby, go uh, go go the Brixton bees. That's the mascot, right? 
Is that the, is that the mascot? Brixton and Bees. You would know. You're the Brixton <laughs> guy. All right, the Brixton Bees. That's what it is. Go Bees. So um, I've been here for, for a long time now. I've been. I've, you, yeah, we've been on a bit of a bear flex tonight already. I know that. Sorry, I'm. Um, so yeah, I've been here. I've been having a great, the best time. Brixton is beautiful. It's um, it's a buzzing place. There's always some fun fun going off. And um, recently, I've been living with my best friend up until about a year ago. He moved out. He ended up um, moving in with his girlfriend. So I had to find my own place. I found a, a one bed flat here in Brixton, and I love it. Here. I've been here for a year now by myself and by myself. Um, but my issue is like living by yourself is expensive, especially in London. Like it's really expensive. So I'm just trying to figure out now, um, like, you know, having all these living costs uh, doesn't leave me with much money to spend, like, to have fun at the end of the month, like, after I've paid all my bills and everything. So what do I do now? Like, do I just stay here living in a place where I'm really happy and content? Or do I move somewhere where I don't have that connection with outskirts of London, maybe somewhere cheaper? where I'll have more money to enjoy my life and go on holidays and go out partying, mm. doing all that kind of fun stuff. Mm, this is interesting. Well, uh, when's your lease run up? Um, it's any time. I can go whenever I want. I've, I've been here for a year now. So. Oh, you can go whenever you want. Well, okay, you've been living in, in Brixton. You've been a Bees fan for 10 years now, it seems, right? I've been a Bees fan for, for 10 years. I fell in love with the Bees as soon as I set my eyes on the Bees. Well, listen, you know, if you've been there for 10 years, I, I, I don't think that there is anything wrong with, uh, you know, especially since you said you could leave any time, right? Like you're, uh, you have like a month-to-month lease or something like that? That's right, yeah. Beautiful. Well, fuck it, dude. Do a month. Do a, Try it. Try a month in the outskirts of town, right? See if you can make it work. And if you can't, mm. head back over to Brixton. But, you know, I mean, look, if you've been there for 10 years, I mean, go ahead and give it a shot of living somewhere else, you know? Because, sure, you might be really, really happy where you mm. are right now. But, you know, you could be even happier somewhere else and still have that, uh, you know, money to to fuck with. And mm. if you're not, you can just fucking go back. So I think it's worth a try. That's a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah. You can always come back, unless if it's like, unless if there's like a, you know those turnstiles that you can't go back on? Yeah, 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 you just have to go one way. Yeah, unless if Bristol, unless if Bristol is covered in those. Because I, believe me, I have tried, I've like contorted my body to try to get back through one of those, and it does not work. But, um, but if that's, if that is not the case, which I don't think it is, then you should be fine. All right, nice one, Kit. What goes on? Have you ever been to London before? You ever been to the UK? Uh, I went to the UK like three years ago. Uh, I hung out. I hung out in London uh, for like a little yeah. bit, and uh, it was nice. This was yeah. it was probably yeah, it was about three years ago now. Nice. Like Is that all you got? Nice. Point. Come on. London. Yeah, London I mean that's it. I was there for the like world, a second. But... You know, I was there. Let's see. I hung out. Uh, I, I stayed at a hostel. I hung out. Uh, I went to this Piccadilly Circus, whatever it's called. 
Uh, there was a yeah, yeah. Ferris wheel somewhere that I went on. That was it. That's about all I have from London. Yeah, you of my travels. A little bit. I mean, you know, I mean, well, you know what? I don't like, I, everyone's always like, you know, oh, you did the touristy thing. Of course, yeah, I did the touristy thing. I was a tourist. Hey, look, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I still go to, I went to Buckingham Palace the other day just to have a look around. Just I was there. a tourist, nice. Ash. Of course I'm going to do the touristy things. I am a tourist. I'm touring London. Hey, look, all, all, all I'm saying is anytime you come come to London next time, I'll show you the real side of London. All right, man. Like I'm, 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 uh, I'm going to Bristol. We'll go to a bees game and get arrested for public uh, drunkenness. I'll wear the costume. You gonna wear? Okay, okay. I, I saw you down um, DC the other day wearing the costume. Oh, yeah, yeah, I reckon yeah. you can rock that out in Brixton as well. That'd be fucking fun, actually. No, I'll, I'll, I'll make my, I'll get my way over to the UK at some point. Once I sell my, once oh. I, uh, once I finally sell my TV show, Gek Across the World to Netflix. You and I are in business. All right, I'm there for you, brother. Beautiful. Thank you very much for calling, Ash. Good luck to you. Have a good life, man. Take care. Therapy get goes on the line. Taking your phone calls every night. Therapy get goes doing it right. Teaching you how to live your life. But he's not really an expert. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer... Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.